Hey everyone, it's Danny Burke of VEASAN's Rush Hour. Be sure to check out my podcast, the Chicago CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. We dive into the betting angles for all of the Chicago teams. If you're from Chicago or just a fan of any of the Chicago sports teams and you want to become a sharper better, this is the podcast for you. So subscribe, follow, and listen to the Chicago CityCast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts readily made available to you. This is the Chicago City Cast with Danny Burke, presented by Bet Rivers. What's going on, people? Welcome into another edition of the Chicago City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. Danny Burke, your host here, as always. And you can follow me on Twitter at DannyBurke5. And naturally, as I always promote my other show, Rush Hour, on VEASAN, the sports betting network. That's Monday through Friday, 5 to 6 p.m. Central Time, live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Great environment, food, screens, and just everything there. So if you're ever in displays, check out the Rivers casino say what's up if you make it in time for the show in the sports book you're gonna have a good time don't you worry about that and we're looking to get you some good bets or good ideas for how to bet some of these upcoming chicago games tonight with the blackhawks and bulls and further along with the bears and their upcoming matchup with the ravens and some of their futures so that's what this episode is going to consist of and i actually have a lot of thoughts on the games tonight so hopefully you're able to listen to this for the bulls and the blackhawks wednesday night action if not well hey we still got some bears to talk about so let's get into that to kick things off let's talk bears and first let's just update their futures odds and we did this last week during the bye week and nothing's really changed right i mean their odds to make the playoffs are astronomical basically the yes is 16 to 1 the no is minus 10,000 right now at bet rivers doesn't surprise you nothing to do there they're not going to make the playoffs don't worry about doing the 16 to 1 and think it's a value play because it's not the bear stink okay win total this is where we could actually make a good bet here and i talked about it last week and i pretty much had the same sentiment revolving around it this win total at five and a half the overs minus 125 under five and a half is plus 101 now i do actually lean toward the over in the spot minus 125 but should we bet it should we bet it right now with the record at three and six can the bears get three more wins out of this season the three wins they could definitely get would be one on the or on the road against detroit you get the giants at home and then if you split one with the vikings those are your three wins right there so why aren't we betting it right now because they got a tough matchup this weekend against the Ravens. So if I were to tell you, hey, yeah, you could bet the over 5.5 minus 125, would you rather take that or would you rather take the over 5.5 at about, oh, I don't know, even money? Of course you're going to take the latter. The assumption is that the Bears are probably not going to win this game against the Ravens. Now, a lot of sharp betters and some movement is saying otherwise, at least in terms of how the Bears can cover this game. And the Ravens haven't given us any confidence these past several weeks to think that they're going to go out there and dominate the Bears. But simultaneously, how can we trust this Chicago team? They're coming off a bye. They have more time to rest. First of all, teams off a bye this year in the NFL have been atrocious, like actually terrible. Secondly, the Ravens played on Thursday night, so they pretty much get like half a bye week themselves. It's not that much of a rest advantage for Chicago. 
okay? So, yeah, I do think the Ravens win this game outright. Do I think they cover that spread? You know, that's a different conversation. But my thing, what I'm saying is that if we want to bet this win total over 5.5, instead of doing it right now, because we have the preconceived notion that the Bears probably drop this game to Baltimore, let's have a little bit of patience here. Wait to see how this number adjusts. It's not going to go to five or four and a half realistically if they lose this game because the thought process from the bookmakers, of course, is that they lose this game. But the price should alter to more of a reasonable selection to get the over five and a half, meaning if it's, I don't know, maybe minus 110, maybe even money, whatever it may be, I just think there's going to be better opportunities, okay? And, you know, there's the thought process, too, that you could go, well, why don't you just bet the game-by-game -game scenarios for the three and see what it's like at that point? Meaning, you know, wait till they play Detroit next week and then bet that game. Wait till they play the Vikings and bet, like, bet them individually with the three spots you think they could win. Because then you can see if anything crazy happens in the meantime. Sure, you know, that could be feasible. But you're going to be probably, I don't know, three, three and a half point favorites against the Lions. It's going to be too steep to want to take the money line. And, you know, the Vikings are a different story. But with the Giants, you're probably going to be a decent favorite. So overall, instead of rolling those together, I think you have a better opportunity of getting more chances with the schedule. I mean, hey, maybe you beat the Packers. Maybe you beat the Seahawks. You're probably not going to beat the Cardinals or any of those teams. But, you know, you get a little bit more of a blanket in some sense, I guess. A better bang for your buck if you just do the win total. So when it comes to the Bears and betting them for the rest of the season, let's hold off. Let's see what happens this week. And then we will probably look to play the over or at least strongly consider it based on what happens against the Ravens if we're assuming they're going to lose. So that's our approach to the Bears updated win total. How are we thinking this game goes down though on Sunday? I'm actually going to be at this game. I'm pumped. Believe it or not, I've never been to a Bears game. So this is going to be fun. I'm probably going to be a bad luck charm, but you know how it goes. Now, the Bears are probably going to lose it regardless. So don't blame it totally on me. But what can we do with the spread with Chicago? This has actually been... Very intriguing to watch. Just today, this line has moved down to five. Yes, five. It opened six. Even got to six and a half in some spots. It didn't even get to the five and a half at Bed Rivers. It's just down to five now. Baltimore is minus $2. The Bears are plus 175. This total is actually ticked up to 45 and a half from 45. And I'm, I'm going to say with the total, I don't disagree with that. The over and the Bears have been receiving love in the betting market. If you go to vsin.com, vsin.com slash subscribe, a great tool that we offer is if you go under any sport, but in the NFL, we're obviously talking about you click it, you go to, I believe it's called like the money tracker. And basically it shows you the betting splits handle and obviously percentage of bets that are on a money line spread or total. The Ravens are seeing 63% of bets and 52% of the handle. So you would think, all right, well, why aren't the Ravens getting bumped up from six to six and a half to seven? Why is the line moving against me? I have that reverse line movement, right? That's because the more respected and sharp money is coming in on Chicago, moving it all the way down to five, actually. Ravens happen to team that's played down to their competition. I'm a little scared about it because Harbaugh was ticked off after that last game. And, you know, we know how things go down with Chicago. And I have trouble thinking they can contain Lamar Jackson for four quarters. So, you know, it's cool. Hopefully that means it's going to be a closer game, but I'm not fully there. I, you know, if you want to bet it, fine, but I think I'm staying away from that.
The total does draw my interest, though. 59% of the bets are going to the under. They see both these teams and they go, well, the Ravens predominantly run the ball and people still think the Bears have a good defense when they don't. And they know Chicago's offense is inept. But it's looked better, first of all. Justin Fields has looked better. And also, second of all, I mean, the Ravens' defense has actually been really not that solid either. So 59% of the bets going on the under, but 72% of the handle is contributing to the over. It's ticked up. 45 to 45 and a half. Look at what, I mean, take into account that 49ers game went over. That Steelers game went over for the Bears. This Bears offense is getting better. Conversely, their defense is getting worse, but that bodes well for the over. That might be the play that I roll with, actually, if I'm betting anything aside from props, which we'll get into later in the week. I think you strongly consider this game to go over the total, okay? You could see it probably being, I don't know, the Bears are probably going to give the Ravens at least 27 points or so. Can the Bears get to 20 themselves? If they if the Bears can get into the 20s in this game, you got to figure it's getting over the total unless it's a 24-20 type game. But I think the Bears are going to give the Ravens a decent amount of, you know, leverage here in the sense of the Ravens will have not a field day, but they'll be able to contribute enough to get to the over. Can the Bears do it? Can the Bears and Justin Fields move this ball like they did in the second half against the Steelers, like they did in the first half against the 49ers? And if you think they can, then I believe, and you should believe, that the over 45, 45 and a half, depending on where you're seeing it, is the right play. Now, the total is going to be fascinating to see where this actually moves to. It's still shaded to the over at Bet Rivers. 45 and a half is minus 113. The under is minus 108. So you might even see it get the 46, to be honest with you. So it could be one of those you get in sooner rather than later. I'm not rushing to do it. I'd probably wait till about... Friday when we'll talk next and I'll get more of a solidified thought on it but that would be my best bet if anything right now for this Bears Ravens game but a lot of sharp money coming in on the Bears guys that's a big thing and that's a good thing if you're looking to back the Bears or if you're looking for the Bears to keep it close hopefully but again this total seeing some love to the over as well not a significant of movement but enough to be noticeable so it should be fun. We'll keep you updated on that throughout the week. But remember, VSIN.com for more of those betting splits and more information all around specifically pertaining to the Bears and the Ravens. All right, coming up next here on the Chicago City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers has some good opportunities for the Bulls game tonight. Taking on the Blazers. Can the Bulls get another win under their belt on the West Coast? Can they limit the Trailblazers? And also on the ice going out to the West Coast, the Blackhawks taking on the Kraken. Seattle's been terrible as of late. Blackhawks on the other side getting a little bit of momentum. However, I don't know if I'm fully trusting the Blackhawks. I got about a few plays for tonight's games between the two. Stick around. I'll let you know what those are. Bet River Sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets. That's why players love the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for. Bet on same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today. Not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program. Must be 21 years of age or older. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. 1-800-426-2537. The VEASAN Midseason Football Special is here, so put the VEASAN betting experts to work for you. From now through February, for only $99, you get daily best bet emails, 24-7 video streaming, along with betting splits for every sport, 
Point Spread Weekly, plus in-depth data and analysis, all on VEASAN.com. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe and get everything we have to offer for the rest of the entire football season for just $99. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. All right, time to talk some NBA and NHL action here on the Chicago City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. Let's begin with this Bulls and Blazers matchup out in Portland. 9 p.m. Central time tip-off. I know a lot of you hate that, but look, when you're sweating out other games beforehand, it's kind of nice to separate it sometimes. At least that's how I view it. But let's take a look at this game. It actually opened two and a half in favor of Portland, but the love has been coming for the Bulls. Probably because of their recent success. Portland hasn't been as dominant. And Damian Lillard, as I'm recording this, Damian Lillard, Norman Powell are questionable for this game. Abdominal issues for Lillard. I think Powell was dealing with something with his ankle. But two and a half, now down to one and a half. Still in favor of Portland at home, but the Bulls have been getting some love. Money line for Chicago, plus 102. Portland, minus 121. Total has also seen some alteration from 222 down to 219 and a half. Especially if Powell and Lillard are out, going to be a huge advantage not only for the Bulls, but this total probably staying under. So the Blazers looking into this game, the Blazers are coming off a win versus Toronto 118 to 113 at home. Bulls coming off those two wins versus the Clippers and the Lakers. They've had a day off, so they've gotten at least a little bit of rest. It's their fourth game on this West Coast road trip. Can they come through and get their third win in a row? You would typically think, well, this is the letdown spot for Chicago. But because of the injury concerns with Powell and Lillard, who are their top scorers, I mean, McCollum's obviously in there, but Powell is the top three guy too. You got to think that even if they're playing, they're probably not going to be 100%. And the fact that this Bulls defense is as great as it has been, that bodes very well for Chicago catching points. And I'm actually going to take the point and a half here. I ended up betting the Bulls against the Lakers last second money line. And thankfully I did. That one came through. Bulls dominated in that game. You saw the late movement go towards Chicago. So monitor that as well. See where this line goes. And that'll be a good indication of what side you want to be on for any sport, but especially the NBA with injuries and everything around there. 89% of the bets and 82% of the handle is on the Bulls for tonight. And you kind of would be like, well, that's going to be all the public and, you know, the line has gone to, well, no, I mean, the line has moved in favor of Chicago. So it looks like a side that could be both pros and Joes leaning towards Chicago here. You look, this is where you see the discrepancy though. So that's with the side. So I think you're getting some of the respected money on the Bulls as well as the public because they're seeing how well Chicago's doing. Total wise, we saw it move 222 down to 219 and a half. 58% of the bets are on the over. But 84% of the handle is on the under. Huge discrepancy there. And I can't disagree. I would bet under in this game. Now that you've missed it by about two and a half points, I'm not in love with it as much. But I think there's a better angle. So I, you know, the under seems to be the move. Big movement you've seen there. Handle contributing immensely toward the under. And the Bulls catching the points seem to be the sharper side in this game. I'm taking the Bulls plus one and a half. Looking further into kind of these deeper stats, courtesy of cleaningtheglass.com, they do a great job in kind of just deeper stats that you want to look at for player props that I use and just for handicapping these games in general. Um, Portland's offense overall. Now, they're fourth in points per 100 possessions, getting about 113. And they're third in effective field goal percentage at 54.5%. Okay, very solid. 
but it's not the best matchup because of the injuries and because Chicago defensively ranks fifth in defensive points for possession, limiting opponents to 103.7. Remember, offensively, Portland was 113, Bulls defensively 103.7. Bulls are 11th in defensive effective field goal percentage at 51%. So which one's going to prosper more, the Bulls' defense or the Portland's offense? It all revolves around this injury issue with Dame and Norman. Now, the Bulls offensively, huge advantage here. 7th in points per possession, 110.6. Portland's defense is 25th in defensive points per possession at 111.3. All the way down at the bottom of the totem pole, Portland's defense is not great. Bulls offense is ninth in effective field goal percentage at 53%. Portland's defensive effective field goal percentage, 28th, 55%. I get it. You might not know what the heck I'm talking about with all these numbers, but long story short, the Bulls defense and the Portland Trailblazers offense is fairly evenly matched, right? And especially with the injury concerns, you might get the slight advantage to Chicago, okay? The Bulls' offense and Portland's defense, big advantage goes to Chicago. So if you're giving me points with this Bulls team, who's riding the momentum train right now, who's going up against a team who may be missing their best player in another top three score, I think you got to take the points with Chicago here. Half-court offense. Bulls, 13th in points per 100 plays, 94. Portland's defense, 28th in half-court defense, allowing 98.5 points per 100 plays. Half-court offense again, but for Portland, they're 7th with 95.4. Chicago defense, 10th and half-court defense, allowing just 89.6 points per 100 plays. The advantage to me is with Chicago. If Dame was for sure going, if Norman Powell was for sure going, yeah, you know what, it's probably a letdown spot here for the Bulls. And it still could be, I get it, but I think right now you're trying to beat the line movement here with this injury status and all those updates as I'm recording it, so that's why I'm taking the points with the Bulls banking on, even if they are going, even if one of them's going, they're probably not going to be 100%. Now let's look at these team totals as well, we just talked about all those splits, Bulls team total over 109.5, they've gone over that in 6 out of 14 games, the Blazers have allowed opponents over this mark in 8 out of 15 games. Also, the last three games the Blazers have lost, their opponents have scored more than 109.5 points. So if you do think the Bulls win, maybe you think they get over 109.5 team total points. But we know their offense isn't the most dominant, but they're dominant enough. But where my interests lie are with the Blazers team total. 110.5 over minus 112 under minus 117. Blazers have gone over 110.5 points in six games out of 15. Okay, so not great. Majority have stayed under. The Bulls have only allowed four opponents to score more than 110.5 points. The Pelicans, 112. That was at the very beginning of the season, barely got over. Boston, 114. Celtics got off to a huge start in that game. Bulls came back and won. Philly, 114. I don't know. Tough matchup at home. You couldn't get the job done against Philly in a big man who dominates in Joel Embiid. Blazers don't necessarily have that guy. Nurkic is fine, but he's not a Joel Embiid. Uh, the Warriors, 119, you got dismantled by Golden State, plain and simple. Overall, Bulls have been great defensively. Blazers have been kind of volatile offensively. So I think also because of those injuries, and it seems to be the undershading that way, could be even getting you know a little bit lower. I also like the Blazers team total under 110.5. So I'm playing that, and I'm playing the Bulls plus 1.5 on the spread. Now, moving on to hockey tonight, we've got the Blackhawks and the Kraken. Seattle, 
on a four-game losing streak, but they haven't played since Saturday. And oddly enough, the Blackhawks haven't played since Friday. What the heck's going on with the scheduling? But the Blackhawks are on a three-game win streak. Took care of business against the Coyotes at the UC on Friday night. Um, you're looking at this line. It opened about minus 135 in favor of the Kraken. Chicago catching about plus 125. Total open six. 56% of the bets and 57% of the handle are on Chicago. You know, the public's looking at this. A lot of people are thinking, well, Chicago just won, what, three in a row? Kraken stink this year, four losses. But the line is moving towards Seattle despite that, despite the majority of bets going on Chicago, right? It's going to Seattle. The best number you can get right now actually is that bet Rivers minus 143 for the Kraken, and that's what I'm playing. I'm fading the Blackhawks here, guys. I get that the Blackhawks have momentum, and maybe I'll be wrong, but I'm liking the line movement here, and if there's a game for Seattle to finally win, who does have a solid group? They just haven't been really gelling well together, and Grubauer has been awful for whatever reason. It looks like it's going to be Grubauer and Fleury tending the nets. Both teams have struggled mightily. In a lot of the similar categories. I mean, in save percentage and score, everything. They stink. They flat out stink. So the thing is, you see this line movement towards Seattle despite the majority of bets going on Chicago. And you think, well, you don't want to lay that high of a price. But if there's a time to look to bet Seattle, this could be it for them to finally get a win here. At home against a lackluster team in Chicago. Yes, I get it. You know. New coaching changes done well for Chicago. Also a favorable schedule in that stretch. But I think this is a game where the advantage lies a little bit more with Seattle here. Just a little bit more enough to warrant a bet if you get it under minus 150. I don't want to go too crazy laying that high in a game where it's still somewhat even. But I think Seattle is the right play here. And I played them on the money line minus 143. You're hearing better things out of the Blackhawks locker room. So look, you know, if you don't like that one as much and don't like laying the price, I, I could completely understand that. I think you'd divert your attention a little bit more so to the Bulls. But if you wanted some action in the Blackhawks game, I think the right play is the Kraken. You don't want to fade the Blackhawks. That's fine. But I think it's a little bit tougher of a spot here for the Blackhawks on the ice. But overall, what we're looking to do. We're waiting, of course, for that Bears and Ravens game to see what we can do with the win total for the Bears. If the Bears lose, we will look to attack the over for that game. Sharp money's coming in on Baltimore, or excuse me, on the Bears from six down to five. The Bears now catching five. Total 45 up to 45 and a half. I like the total going over. Our plays for Wednesday night, Bulls catching one and a half against the Blazers. Blazers team total under 110 and a half, and we're fading the Blackhawks tonight. Seattle cracking on the money line, minus 143. Again, for more of those info or all that info for the betting splits and just expert advice, Andy McNeil on the NHL, Jonathan Von Tobel on the NBA, and all of our NFL and college football experts, check it out, vsin.com slash subscribe. That's V-S-I-N.com slash subscribe. Remember to check out my show Rush Hour on VSIN Monday through Friday, 5 to 6 p.m. Central Time on the Marquee Sports Network. Fubo TV, Sling TV, the Xfinity app, YouTube TV, and of course, VEASAN.com and the VEASAN app. Thank you all for tuning in to another edition of the Chicago CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. Once again, feel free to give me a follow on Twitter at DannyBurke5 and like and subscribe to the podcast so you get notified uh, whenever the episodes get released. I always kind of try to tweet them out, put them on my Instagram, but just so you get notified and it's always appreciated.
as are the listens. So thank you guys and gals. We'll catch up again probably on Friday. We'll get more information for the Bears and Ravens game, more Bulls talk, Blackhawks. You know the drill. We'll get you Big Ten college football ready as well. Until then, take care and best of luck with all your plays. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.